Well, good morning, good morning. It is Publicity Talk. It used to be Pen Up Talk by host Diana Prince or with host Diana Prince. I haven't done my podcast in so long and I have not used my vocal cords since yesterday, I don't know, afternoon sometime. So it's 5 a.m. on the dot. Good morning from Las Vegas. A little bit chilly in here. Um, my husband has the AC on, always got fans on, but I guess it's better than being smoldering hot in this desert because it is always hot during the summer. It doesn't matter what hour it is. So anyways, good morning, everyone. I have a phone in- a phone interview to do in an hour and I thought to myself, you know, I haven't done my podcast in so long. I've covered so many topics on my podcast. I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's listened previously, but I've had my podcast for well over two years. And for a while, I was doing it pretty much every morning, you know, 345, 4 o'clock in the morning trying to make it to five for some reason that's my time I want to wake up and I'm always up before that so I started doing my podcast like two and a half three years ago and it was basically surrounding pinup and I wanted to cover topics that I don't cover I wouldn't say I don't get to cover but I don't cover in my columns and the two pinup magazines and other magazines that I've also written articles for on pinup. So I thought to myself, you know, I really want to cover the business side of the pinup industry and enlighten some people and also just maybe sort of reassure some other people just to say, hey, you know, I've been through that. You know, lots of us have gone through that. And also just to show the process of my success in certain areas people wonder how did you do that how were you able to achieve that so I really wanted to just cover the business side of the industry and I started doing my podcast because I wanted motivation for my day I wanted to focus on business and then continue with it so I thought well getting up in the morning covering a business topic is definitely going to get me focused on business. And again, it's just an outlet. I was never thinking of it as an outlet for publicity. Now, with that said, that's what I'm doing more of now um, with my role um, as being a publicist, publicity, press, publication, um, everything that I can use as a positive outlet is something that I'm going to utilize whenever possible. I'm so busy, but I know that when I get up in the morning, the only thing that's stopping me from doing my podcast real quick is me. I know it's really early, but I'm always up really early. So it's not like a shocker, really. Um, And like I said, I initially began doing it because I wanted to focus on business. So once I was done with my podcast for the day, I could, I'm already in that business frame of mind, that business mode, and I'm ready to go. So with publicity and hip-hop, the hip-hop industry, that's something that I'm, I've just dove right into as something that I'm in 
as much as I can be in with my resources, with me just beginning, and also with the time that I have, because pen up is always going to be something that I'm doing. And, you know, again, the only thing that's stopping me from doing certain things is me. And, you know, that's the busy me that's like, okay, I don't have time for that. I have to get to my priorities. So um, what I wanted to talk about today was images, professional images. And I'm going to share this on a lot of pages, my pages. I'm going to post this link in several groups. So I appreciate anybody who's listening. It's probably something that if I typed up would get more um, views. And I've done that and I've vlogged on this, but I really wanted to talk about that today because I'm about to do an interview with someone And after that, I'm about to start editing images that I've taken. Two separate things, but everything that I do coincides one way or the other. You can sum it up, all of it, by saying the entertainment industry. Because pinup is entertainment-based, hip-hop music is entertainment. So there is correlation. There are so many things that coincide and go hand-in-hand. And that's why I wanted to do my podcast to cover the business side of the things that I experience. I don't expect people who aren't professionally trained or have any experience or have never wanted to be a publicist to know what a publicist does. If you're hiring someone as a a publicist and they're working for you, they know their job. I still think that you should definitely know a bit about their role um, so you know what to expect from them and also because you want to know what they're doing you want to be keen you know aware to the process of everything that they're doing so I think about images and professional images and tools of the trade I, I say that all the time that phrase because you have to have that it's just like having resources it's just like using um, proper communication always communicating thoroughly Uh, there's so many things that I can list that are really going to make you well-rounded as an artist well-rounded as a model as a pen-up as a singer so on and so forth professional images are really really important I've, I have blogged about this. I have talked about this so many times. It, I really want people to stop thinking about it as something that only professional models do or um, celebrities that have a huge budget and producers and production companies. No, every single person who is an artist, you're putting yourself out there. It's just like when you go out in public before you say anything your appearance speaks for you. If you're neat, if you're sloppy, if you have flamboyant colors, if you're wearing all black, it's going to speak for you. It's like a calling card and it's the same thing. It's like a business card. It's the same thing when it comes to images. People will look at your images and they're going to form an opinion right away. Well, whether it's images or video, whether you're selling a product, whether you're selling yourself as an artist, people are going to look at the images. Now I realize, and I want to just say this quickly because I do not want to focus on this at all, I, but it's a factor. I do realize 
that lots of companies, lots of these new internet companies, um, e-commerce, whatever, are coming up and, and, and consumer, consumer companies that have been around for so long, they're coming up with all of these, uh, you know, the trend is having customers take pictures and video and hiring social media influencers that where it's obvious they're not posting professional images. That's exactly the look that they're going for. But I don't think that, you know, erase that from what you're putting out there as an artist. I don't even really want to get into that. I think that that's obvious, but I could get into that as well. The thing that I wanted to focus on on this episode of my podcast, and again, thank you to everybody who's tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. The one thing that I want to focus on, the main thing, is professional images that you need for publication. We are not talking about online posting to your fans. And no matter what, I think you should always be posting the best pictures of you that you have, no matter what, whether it's, you know, a company that you're giving them to, to use as product shots, whether, you know, whatever that you can do to the best of your ability is where I'm at. If you can do better, if you've taken better, if you have better, post those. But when it comes down to publication, we're talking magazine publication. And see, I can be brand new to hip hop, which I pretty much am, but I'm not at all brand new to publication. Newspapers, books, and magazines. Printed publications need, require, and demand high quality images. Now, I don't wanna get into the publications that are only digital, that, that uh, you know, have digital and print, the ones that aren't as selective, aren't as picky. We could talk about that on and on and on and on. The bottom line is, first and foremost, you need pictures. You're always going to need pictures. And when you are setting your sights high and you want it to be a printed magazine, for example, and you want it to be in a magazine that has a huge following, take it a step further, You, which with the huge following, they're going to have lots of readers, people who actually buy printed copies and or digital copies of the magazine. You want to know their reach. If you want to be in a magazine that is well known or that is known within your industry, has a huge following, has a huge reader base, they're going to not only require images, they're going to require high quality. Now, less is more. If you only have one or two images and that individual particular publication is willing to publish a story or an interview on you and do or do a feature on you with one or two great images or one or two really good images, professional images, then that's great. If you're talking about a magazine cover, you're probably gonna need more than one image. They're gonna need several. This, I know, depends on the publication. Like I said, there are publications that 
will accept different quality levels of photography. It doesn't have to be the best, highest quality, most, you know, flawless that you've ever taken. I still think hip hop artists need to have professional image images. You need to have a, a variety of them. Like if you do one look in a studio with the same outfit, you need two, at least two or more, I say four, from that look, from every single photo shoot that you do, every event that you attend, get a great picture, get some great pictures, high quality pictures, get a set of them. So, excuse me, the magazine can choose which ones they want. And also, again, if you're looking for a full feature or a magazine cover, you might need a variety of different images, or you might just need several images of the same photo shoot. The point is you should always be updating your portfolio with images. You should always be taking images at every single event you do, every single radio broadcast, even though it's radio. You should always be taking pictures for publicity, the best pictures that you can take. Now there are event style pictures and there are lots of magazines that will publish pictures of you on stage, pictures of you signing autographs, pictures of you at a car show, at an album signing event. And there's lots of people around and there's things going on. Event pictures are something that you need as well, just like studio pictures. And what I'm really just hoping to get out there, because see, I study and I research and that's what I, I do before I begin something while I'm involved in it and just throughout, you know, I'm just a researching type of person. <coughs> Excuse me. I knew that was coming. Um, bear with me. So when I research um, modern hip hop artists, modern rappers of today, even down to, I wouldn't say down, even starting at the ones that are just, just beginning or the ones that are only known in their city or the ones that, you know, America doesn't know about, the world doesn't know about yet. They all, the majority, I would say the majority, not all, the majority of them seem to have professional images. It's just something that they know that they need to have. Now, as far as professional, let's put a slash between that. Good images, great images. Yes, it is possible. No, I don't recommend it to everyone because everybody can't do it. But of course it's possible. I'm living proof. So are a million other people out there to take a clear shot with your cell phone. Most people have five, six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars cell phones. I mean, you take out the camera and you take away the lens, which is why the pictures come out so great. And your camera is gonna be worth way, I mean, your phone, see? I'm, re I'm referring to it as a camera. Your phone is going to be worth a lot less if you take out the camera and the lens and everything that goes with it. So you can, it is definitely 110% possible to take a clear shot at any, an event or while you are doing your thing, 
on stage, um, if you have a, a TV show, if you have a radio show, you can definitely get a couple of clear shots. And that's what we're talking about, clear. In focus, where you, you zoom in, you increase the size of the picture, and it's still clear. That's what you need. When we are talking magazine publication, we are not talking about a cell phone screen. Cell phone screens are pretty big these days, depends on what kind of phone you have, but we're still talking. I'm looking at my cell phone screen right now. My cell phone screen, I would say, of course, you know, added this, take away that, but about four of these two by two lined up next to each other and then above them two by two. Four of my cell phone screens would be a little bit less, but around the size. It would be the majority of the size of a magazine, a printed magazine, like an eight by 10, eight by 11 ish. So we're talking if the image on your screen is not very clear, imagine four times that size. That's why I say zoom in and enlarge your pictures. When you're using your cell phone or someone's using your cell phone and you know that you're gonna need these pictures, for publication. I say always um, post high resolution pictures anyway. And that's the one thing I really hate about Facebook is because not only just posting them and saving them, it reduces the size, which most of us know, um, the resolution size, but just posting, I can have a clear shot and I post it and it automatically, this the, the resolution is reduced. I really hate seeing that because it's like, okay, I know that the images that are going to the magazines are totally in focus or I wouldn't be sending them, I wouldn't be submitting them. But then I post an outtake that is, was just as clear and when I go, you know, on Facebook, when I go back to look at it, it looks slightly distorted, it's not as clear. So it's something that I have to get over and I guess all of us do, but the point is if the image looks pixelized, if it looks distorted, if it looks fuzzy, if it looks out of focus, unclear. We're not just talking about lighting. Lighting is everything. But what I'm talking about is, you know, you can have a darker image and it still be in focus where you zoom in and everything is, the clarity is there. So that's what I'm talking about today. I understand that many of us can take clear shots with a cell phone. I mean, it's expected. You have a $900 cell phone. You should be able to do a lot with that cell phone. And taking a clear picture is key. I've spoken to so many professional photographers about cell phones. And they're like, it's they've even said, it's amazing. The technology and it's all about the lens. It's the lens that's in the camera. And there's just so many different uh, cell phones, a variety of models and makes and everything that can take really, really clear shots. So lighting is key. You know, there's so many basic things like always have the light in front of you, never behind you. Always have your phone set on the highest resolution. You go to your settings, you go into the phone, your camera area, and you make sure it's on the highest resolution possible. At least do that when you know you're going to be taking shots that you need for publication. 
Now, I don't get into you need 300 DPI time. You know, you, you're going to have to know things like that eventually. But if you don't have to know them, you, whoever's submitting you, submitting stories about you, publicists, journalists, writers, they have to know these things. I don't think it's going to hurt you, once again, I'll say, to know what these people are doing. Especially if you're hiring someone to be on your team, you should know a little bit about what they're doing. And also, you know, there might come a time where you have to do it on your own. So education is key, but all I'm saying is that high resolution images uh, are the ones that are clear, the clearest, if it's a clear shot. So we got two things going on there. It has to be, well, three things. It has to be well lit. We want to be able to see you, <laughs> you know. It has to be in focus. We're zooming in on your face and your eyes and it's clear. And also high resolution because again, we're not talking magazines that are just digital magazines and everybody like 80, 70% or whatever looking at the issues on their phone. We're talking about printed publications, printed periodicals, printed magazines and newspapers not digital, they are going to require, no matter how great your story is, no matter who you are, what's going on, they are going to require high resolution images that are clear. That's why I use the word professional because when we're talking professional, that means that you most likely, hopefully, especially if you've paid, you're going to be looking your best. You're going to have access to a photographer that has the ability to take a clear, well-lit shot that's in focus and high resolution. It's going to be simple. It's going to be a done deal when you hire a professional. They're going to know how to do that, whether it's going to photograph you at an event or while you are on the radio, whether they're going, you know, they're photographing you in their studio or whether you guys are doing street scene photography, outdoor photography, they're gonna be prepared. And what I'm saying is yes, it is possible for you to do this on your own. I've seen so many people do it and they've handed their images over to professional graphic artists who have turned their cell phone picture into an amazing advertisement. I've seen this and I've seen it done by modern hip-hop artists, modern rap artists of today. So mainly why I want, and I'm sure there's, of course, there's still some that don't know, but it seems like the majority do from what I've seen. I mean, if we're talking 60-40, it's still more than half. I believe it would be more like 70 or 80, you know, 80, 100 versus 100 because it seems like the majority just they have their pictures you know they know that they're ready to take their pictures then I look at the old school hip-hop artists that I work with and that's mainly like 90% of the people that I interview and work with they are from the older generation the beginning and I'm not saying they haven't gotten it because I wouldn't want to put everybody in the box or a box I'm saying based upon my research and direct personal experience in business, interviewing people, working with them, meeting with them, 
I would say the majority of the majority now. Now, again, I think this is a little bit more less. It's more of a 60-40 thing. But I would say still the majority of old school hip-hop artists do not have the images that are needed for magazine publication. Now, that's part of the reason, obviously, now you can see why I decided to cover this on my podcast this morning because it's important to me. It's very difficult to get just an article published. I mean, yes, maybe in a magazine. Um, I know some magazine, I mean, maybe in a newspaper. I know some magazines that don't even publish a single article. They're more like lookbooks. You know, I remember, I'm sure all of us remember uh, that were fans of hip hop back in the I would say mid to, I was, well, I get late 80s throughout the 90s, you know, word up. I can see their, their logo in my mind right now, the font that they use on the front cover. And you would go in there just like the teen magazines in the 90s. And you would take out the pictures, you would tear them out and put them on the wall. You know, there would be posters in every issue and you couldn't wait. And I mean, I wasn't reading the articles. I definitely wasn't. Um, but again, we're not we're not talking about teeny bop, if you will, teeny bop uh, publications that I'm referring to that I'm working with. But what I'm saying is, even if it's digital, I'll just go ahead and throw that back in there. Even if it's a digital magazine, they still need professional looking images. They still need to be well lit crystal clear and in focus and relevant to what's going on uh, to the article but they need to be in high resolution even for digital maybe not as high resolution but anything that's going to be put out there they don't want to put out fuzzy pictures they don't want to put out unprofessional quality low quality looking looking photography it doesn't matter how great the article is I'm telling you what I know I've known this you know, I know this as a fact. Ch- check my credentials. Anyways, um, but seriously, you know, I highly encourage, I, I hope that I'm reaching some people. I'm going to blast this um, podcast link. Hopefully I'm reaching someone out there who can understand because really, honestly, it could be as a simple five shots, a simple three shots. And as long as they're clear, well lit, and in high resolution, you're good to go. You don't have to be modeling all these outfits and, you know, spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get all these pictures. I I think you should, though, if that's your style. Uh, I definitely believe it in, in investing in high quality photography. It's not something everybody can do on their own, but at the same time, I just personally, and this is an opinion, do not think it's difficult to take a clear shot, an event shot. You somewhere performing, you at an event that's clear. The problem is a lot of people have these shots, but they do not have them in high resolution. So I'm saying, you know, we get the, we get the clear shot that's clear. We get the, the shot that's well lit and it's relevant because you're performing or you're at an event it's relevant to the interview to the article everything is perfect you looking your best 
but the image is low resolution. Another problem is having a professional take your images. We have to be able to get copyright photography, copyright permission from them when something, (laughs) my goodness, excuse me, when something is going to be published in a printed magazine specifically. You can't just publish images that you don't own. You are in the images, it's you, you're performing, you know, it was your concert, it was your, you know, event. If a professional photographer took the pictures, they own them, period, period. This is something I've went into extensively and you can look it up. Photography copyright laws started in the mid 70s and have remained. And so what I'm saying is this, every single real quote unquote real publication is going to want to know that you have permission. They're either gonna want the photographer to sign the release or they're going to want the person who is submitting the images to, to say, I own these images and I have permission. Either way, release forms have to be signed. And the only time you're even going to get that far um, into the process, because it is a process, it can be easy for someone like me because I've done it so many times, but at the same time, it still takes time. There's several steps. And if you get to that process where people need to be signing release forms, you should already know that if they were taken by a professional photographer, If you bought the images, you should have partial copyrights, if not full copyrights, but you still need it in writing. And if you can guarantee that that's what's going on, then, you know, there might be certain publications that are going to take your word for it um, or a journalist or a writer like me. But it's best to have permission from the person who owns them. If you don't own the images, then just simply ask your photographer to give you it, give you that um, copyright uh, permission and that power in writing. It's very, very simple. It can be a simple email. Um, but back to what I was saying, it's going to be required before you even get to that point that you have clear images. Like I said, you don't have, it's not about modeling. It's not about having this amazing portfolio that costs thousands and tens of thousands of dollars and years to create. It's about getting a clear shot of you looking, a flattering shot, you looking your best, doing your thing, even if it's a studio shot. And when I say studio shot, you can literally find a place in your home. I think for hip hop artists and rap artists, they should use their environment. Go back to your old neighborhood, go back to the, or go to the neighborhood you're in now. Take some pictures with some old buildings. Take some pictures of um, historic monuments or really famous places to go in your city, where, where it all began for you, where you, you know, take pictures like that. And you can also, um, lots of us have a blank space, a wall in our home. Set up a little bit of lighting around it. Choose a well-lit area with a plain door or just a plain wall and take a couple of shots. It really comes down to it being that simple because so many people have so many great images, but they don't own them and they can't get permission. So many people have great images, but the images are low resolution. 
They cannot be used in a printed magazine. And so I'm going to wrap this podcast up before this episode, before I start repeating myself. And I want to get a little bit more prepared for my interview with this um, hip hop artist from the old times, uh, which is in about 25 minutes or so. So I, um, I really wanted to end it with, 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 with what I wanted to begin, begin it with what I wanted to focus on during this entire um, topic and this subject. You have to have tools of the trade. For me, I'm going to end up in a roadblock. Fortunately, I have so many different outlets and recently handed to me new opportunities to gain publicity in several different ways. So all of my interviews will be utilized will be publicized um, in more than one way and they will gain publicity for the artist and for me as a journalist as well and obviously get stories of um, the birth of hip-hop out there to the public and give people the recognition what I'm saying is this artists give them the recognition that they deserve that they want what I'm saying is this you have to have high quality high resolution images if you want them printed in a magazine if you want them featured if you want them published in a printed magazine and in any magazine that is online that is digital that is very popular and has a huge following a very successful high quality magazine is that only does digital or has both digital and print they're still going to require the same things well lit and focus you looking your best and high resolution that's gonna that's the bottom line and i know that i'm going to run into that problem because so many of these great stories and articles that i have that include all these wonderful interviews that i've done and i'm doing like (laughs) 70% or more, you know, of the the old school hip hop artists just do not have the images that we need. Great images don't have permission to use them in print. Great images, but just a little bit too out of focus. Once we blow them up, it's not going to work. Great images in focus. You're looking your best. Someone else, you know, your friend took them you took them so you don't need the permission and yet the image resolution is too low they cannot be used in a printed magazine and like i said most high quality high-end magazines are not going to accept them even for their digital issues you have to have high resolution images megabytes huge images that can be turned into huge images and still look crystal clear if you only have the budget to go to a photographer and get a handful start with that you know or set up lighting in your home or go to a friend that has a really great cell phone and say i need pictures taken outside of this building it really is that simple and that's the reason why i wanted to cover this because It's simple, but it's so important to have these images. It's so important 
people send me all of these images and that their the resolution is so low. People send me images that are out of focus. People send me images that were taken by a professional, but we can't get permission to use them in print. And it just puts up a roadblock for me as a journalist, as a writer. Like I think of how many interviews I've done recently over the past couple months. And it's like maybe two people have everything that we need. That's it. Everything else, there's just, there's something missing. And it usually has to do with the images. So there's ways around it. Um, There's also waiting until certain artists. Once I get the interviews and I get everything ready, I can say, listen, I really need one great shot of you. You looking your best. A really well lit high-quality looking image, just one, you know, and I need it in high resolution. If we have to wait for those interviews to be published, then we'll have to wait. Um, There's nothing that I can do about that, but encourage, enlighten, and give the information needed. Start off with a cell phone if you think that you have the ability to take a clear shot and, you know, put some effort into it and get it done. Invest. There are photographers in every city in the country and all over the world that will shoot trade or are willing to do some simple publicity shots for $50, $75, $100. Very simple. Headshots, three-quarter shots. Maybe you invite them to attend an event and they get some great shots of you there. There's so many ways. It's not necessarily about spending so much time and definitely not about spending so much money, but it's something that is needed. And I highly encourage every artist that wants publicity in a professional manner. You need the images and bottom line is no matter how great they are, if you have permission or not, blah, 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 down the line, they have to be high resolution. So this has been Publicity Talk with host Diana Prince and I'm done for the day. I'll see you guys online. Take care. Ciao.